Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidus, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. We're on the top of page Ayn Dalid, 74, and two lines from uh, the second line down. We're just talking about the idea that Tuvle um, Vov, which is the highest level in Ava, highest level in the Ava, um, in the love of Hashem, which is enumerated in the verse, Vehatashem um, Levav refers to that highest level, all your might, a love which transcends all boundaries. And in order to reach the Ismach Lev, the Simcha Shal Mitzvah, joy during performing a mitzvah, which we said is drawing down the Simcha Natayin of the essence of Hashem, the essential pleasure of Hashem, which breaks all boundaries of the of the worlds. It allows for the revelation of the hidden energy of Hashem, usually hidden, the hidden infinite energy of Hashem. Um, so, drawing down this simcha of Hashem, the simcha of Lamaila, of the infinite energy of Hashem, which is usually hidden from creation, is through simcha shal mitzvah lamata, is through our joy during a mitzvah. And how do we bring that down? How do we reach within ourselves the simcha shal mitzvah is only through which refers to the, the highest level Ava of B'chol Meidecha. So that's what we're holding two lines from the top. Like it says in the verse, so the simple meaning is if Hashem puts his, so to say, his, if Hashem puts his attention towards you, then you need to, to punish a person. Then he can, he can take up the person's soul back to him and cause him to perish. But the deeper meaning is, according to Kabbalah, according to the Zoyar, it says, if a person puts his heart to Hashem, desires to come close to Hashem, then then he will be able to draw down the Ruach Neshama, meaning the, the spiritual energy of Hashem down here to himself. So it really speaks about the person. If a person puts his heart to Hashem, from below to above, then Hashem, then He causes there to be a drawing down of, of godly energy from above to below. When there first is a ratzui to godliness, and there first is a desire to come close to Hashem, to godliness, and that's like what it says, we just spoke about the love of Hashem, loving Hashem with all your might, when a person has first this desire to come close to Hashem, that's how you can, through that, you can draw down the godly light and the revelation, which is the Simcha Shal Mitzvah we were speaking about, like we said before, that the Simcha is the Gili, uh, when we're speaking about Yismach Lev, bringing joy to the heart, which refers to Hashem, which refers to the... Um, 32 pathways of Malchus, which conceal godliness, in order to bring joy to them, means to draw down the infinite energy of Hashem past that, through that symptom. So, how do you draw that 
Gili, how do you draw that revelation down? Is through first having a, des- a intense desire to come close to Hashem, like it says, like it says in Yosef, if you put your heart to Hashem with a desire to come close to Him, through that, then you could draw down uh, godliness, the revelation of godliness down here. So therefore, we see that in, or- in order to have the Yismach Lev to bring joy to uh, to godliness, to cause joy and godliness to be able to draw down the infinite energy of Hashem, which is caused through Simcha Shal Mitzvah, you first have to have, first you have to have the Tuv uh, Levav, the desire of the heart to come close to Hashem. And then you can have that that drawing down of the revelation of godliness down here. Move on. And it's self-understood that it's not possible to have the idea of joy Except for specifically when you first have the um, the desire to the desire to come close to Hashem, the thirst to come close to Hashem. Then it's specifically it's possible to have joy. That you quench your thirst, which causes you to have joy and pleasure. You quench your thirst through doing teira mitzvahs because you would want to come close to Hashem, and the only way to come close to Hashem is through doing teira mitzvahs down here and drawing down godliness through that. And that's how you quench your thirst to come to come close to Hashem. Like it says in Torah, "Ir not And the arousal of this of the godly energy, the the godly light that comes down through Torah mitzvahs, the arousal of that light is is brought about through the thirst that you have to come close to Hashem. And this revelation of that godly light that you are thirsting for is. Comes down through the idea of simcha, the uh, the simcha that you experience, the joy that you experience during the, the fulfilling of the mitzvah, that you've actually quenched your thirst. This is what it says: because you haven't served Hashem as simcha with joy and tuvleivav, the two these two things go together: simcha and tuvleivav. refers to the great love of all your highest level of love, uh, um, all your might, the simcha shal mitzvah, and the, uh, the simcha refers to the joy during your mitzvah, and this is the thing that we spoke about before, the idea we spoke about before, that in order to have the yismach um which is the bringing joy to the to Hashem, to the levels of godliness which are usually hidden, to bring those out, uh, in order to have that, you have, first have to have shemen uktoidus, oil and um, fine fragrance. Through that, you bring joy to the heart. Because shaman, we said, shaman is the so toiris. Actually, toiris is the ascent of the creations from below to above. Which that just that's like we just said before. If you put your heart to Hashem from below to above, if you desire, you have a thirst to come close to godliness. Then you have the idea of shaman. Shemin, which is the which is refers to chokma, the drawing down of chokma, even higher than chokma down here, basically the drawing down of um, of the hidden levels of godliness down to our creation. So, how do you have the yismach lev? How do you bring the simcha to lev, which is the thirty-two pathways of malchus, which are usually the concealments of godliness? How do you bring joy to that? And that's through sheminuktoides, through first of all desiring to and having a thirst to come close to Hashem. That's the ktoides. Which just like the Torah, the incense was the burning, uh, the incense toward to Hashem, which caused the pillar of smoke to go upwards to Hashem, and then that's the idea of us desiring to come close to Hashem from below. 
and 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 shemen is the pouring of the oil. Oil always always refers to chachma, and the drying down of chachma. Just like oil is always poured and anointed, people are anointed with oil. Whereas k'tores, the incense is always burned upwards. So shemen is refers to the drying down of chachma, which is pr- produced, which is caused by your desire and your thirst to come close to Hashem from below to above. And that is how you cause the idea of Yismachlev, the drawing down of the infinite energy of Hashem, which is usually hidden from creation. Which that's the whole idea of Simcha, of the revelation of the inner essence of godliness. So that's why in order to come to um, in order to come to Yismachlev, you have to have we said before two v- oh in order to come to uh, in order to come to the Simcha Shalmitzah, you have to have the two Vlevav. Like it says, the two Vlevav. You have to have the highest level of thirst to, to come close to Hashem. The explanation of this idea more is so we're just saying that the revelation, so the idea of Yismach Lev which is the revelation of godliness, can only come about through Shemen Uktaitis, or Tuvlevav, to the idea of Tuvlevav, which is the highest level of love of Hashem. Because, like it says in the verse, only if you turn your heart towards Hashem, then yes, if you're able to draw down um, the godliness down here. And that's when you have the true only when you have a thirst for godliness, that's when you can have the true simcha. So the thirst is the is the love, the desire to come close to Hashem, and the simcha is from the actual fulfilling of the mitzvahs when you draw down the godliness and you quench your thirst. And um, so that's the idea of simcha tu levav. You have to have uh, tu levav, the thirst for Hashem, in order to have the simcha. And that's the idea of Shemen Uktaitis. Shemen is the idea of the drawing down from above to below, the drawing down godliness. And Uktaitis is like the ascent of the Uktaitis rising upwards. And that's the idea of the thirst for Hashem that you create through your desire to come close to Him. And that's how, through that, Yismach Lev, you're able to draw down the revelation of godliness. The explanation is, it's, it says in the verse, like we say in davening, to you Hashem is greatness, might, uh, beauty, and all we go, and it actually enumerates the seven supernal um, emotive, emotive attributes of Hashem, from Chesed all the way to Malchus. And parallel to these seven emotive attributes, there was the seven branches of the Menorah. Shehen connected Zayim Midis which are parallel to the seven uh, motive attributes. Each each branch of the Menorah corresponding to a different one of the motive attributes. And that's why we see in the um, that the Jewish people are also called by the Menorah, because each soul of a Jewish person is drawn down from a different Midah, from a different motive attribute. So some souls are more connected to kindness and to giving. Some souls are connected more to gvuda, to strict strictness and regimented, uh, you know, life, lifestyle. Um, every soul is connected to a different one of the branches of the Menorah, different, um, a different type of emotive attribute. And those are all the candles. Like it says the candle, we spoke about earlier, that the candle 
of Hashem is the soul of man. So the candles of the menorah refer to the souls, how they're being drawn down from the seven branches of the menorah, the seven different emotive attributes of godliness, and therefore different souls have different um, personalities, really, different makeups, more connected to different, each one connected to a different midah. Just like there are uh, seven supernal emotive attributes, uh, so too this is within man. Also, every person has seven midas, seven emotions, which are parallel, which are drawn down from the seven supernal emotive attributes of Hashem. Like it says about a person, Hashem says about a person, let us make man in our image, in our likeness, in our image. Meaning that the person was created, his soul is in the is in the form, the image of of, of Hashem. So and therefore, just like in a godliness, there are seven emotive attributes: Chesed, Malchus, Those are all Hashem's emotive attributes, and so too, a man was created in the image of Hashem. He has these seven emotions: Ava, which are love, fear, uh, mercy, all the emotions related to these seven emo- uh, attributes of chesed, kindness, kivura, severity, which are the outcomes of those emotions. When you have love for somebody, you want to do chesed, you want to do kindness to them. Uh, when you have fear from something, you act in a way of kivura, of, of restraint. And all the emotive attributes of above relate to the emotions, how they are down in our soul. Um, the book of formation written by Adam Rishen, it says that the seven, the seven motive attributes are called the Zayin Kfulis, the seven doubles, which, which what does that mean? And it's, it continues in the in Sefer Yitzira, uh, that the seven doubles are Beged Kapoidus, which are these letters, Beis Gimel Dalid, that they these are different letters that have the um, two different ways of writing them with a dot inside of them making them more announced enunciated and without the dot so bays or vays um, gimel also has that dot in it it's written with a dot in it sometimes not exactly changing the pronunciation but that makes it a dugush dugush or a rafa, uh, soft or a more enunciated letter um, so these are the these are the seven letters which are which have double, uh, double, which are called doubles because they have an enunciated form to them and a more soft form. That they receive the more enunciated and more soft. And they are the um, the soft, the soft form and the hard form. So the seven emotive attributes are called seven doubles. So now, why are they called seven doubles? Um. We're going to say that because they exist in a double form, they exist in the um, in a godly form, love and fear of Hashem, and then they exist in the non-godly form, in the opposite of that, love and fear of the world, love of physical pleasures, fear of you know fear and worry of not having your parnasa, all negative emotions. So to explain this idea of the seven doubles in the emotions, the Ezelu Mazel, so the Kim Hashem has made everything this opposite this, uh, meaning uh, everything in the holiness has an opposite counterpart in in uh, Klipa, in, in impurity, 
Just like there are seven emotions, seven holy emotions for God, for Hashem, so too there are seven non-holy emotions, seven emotions which exist for the physical. Now we're going to go through in the motions how they exist in the holiness. The love, how it is in the and for holiness in, in the holy realm, it's the desire and the thirst for godliness. Which this thirst for godliness is brought about through the contemplation of how Hashem is so exalted and removed from the worlds and how He's so amazing and how just so totally removed from creation, how Hashem is totally removed and exalted, and is not does not become clothed in an internal way. To in the worlds, even in the highest worlds, Hashem in his very in his and his essence is so above them. He does not be so above them. He does not become clothed. Doesn't relate to them in an internal way at all. Meaning, this is the type of contemplation which is focusing on the distance of the infinite energy of Hashem from the worlds. And this is how you, when you think about this, this is how you produce a feeling of thirst to come close to Hashem, because you realize how far you are from Him, how far He is from the worlds, and you have a thirst to get out of your get out of your limitations and come close to Hashem. And especially, when you contemplate not just on the distance of Hashem from the worlds, but the distance, your own distance from Hashem, and this, how do you how do you come to re- recognize your your distance from Hashem when you are a master of accountings, meaning when you make a real soul accounting of your thought, speech, and actions. You realize that not all your thought, speech, and actions were totally for Hashem, and on the contrary, maybe some of them were actually against Hashem's will. And that that made you very far from Hashem, and how a person is how a person is even far even from the ha'ora likis from the external contracted ray of godliness which does become enclosed in the limited worlds. All the more so that from the essence of Hashem, that this person is in the utmost distance from from the essence of Hashem because the essence of Hashem is already. Um, exalted and removed from the worlds, and it's very and just the essence of Hashem is totally unlimited and totally removed from worlds. So this person already in creating more distance by by um, doing things in thought, speech, and action which are not for Hashem has actually distanced himself even more. Not only is he far from the the external contracted ray of godliness, he's, he's far from the not. Of course, he's and so he's even far the external contracted ray of godliness, which does relate to the limited worlds and it clothes him to an internal way. You would think, okay, fine, this person did bad things, but he's still close to that. No, he's even far from that external contracted way, which relates to worlds, and all the more so that he's far from the essence of Hashem, which is totally removed from worlds, without the fact that a person did sins or did not sin, not even just sins, but did inappropriate things and is not thought, speech, and action. And this is the idea, this contemplation, bringing about the feeling of thirst to come and realizing how far you are from Hashem. This is the idea of the yain amashakir, the wine which uh, intoxicates, like it says in Tehra Eir, in the, in the mimer we mentioned before, A.C. Legefin, it says um, that before a person would be put to death, they would give him, and the death penalty, they would give him a wine to make him drug. In order that his mind should go a little bit crazy, so he shouldn't really 
be you know all there when the when he gets the death penalty. So it should be a little bit it should be a little easier for him to withstand. Um, so this is the idea of basically realizing how far you are from Hashem in the spiritual sense before you um, before you can come close to Hashem. You first have to bring about this feeling of thirst and realizing that how far you are and 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 basically coming to a bitter bitterness in your soul and realizing you know until it really reaches the depths of your soul and you really feel bad. For how far you are from Hashem, this is the Yain of Meshakid. So through realizing how far you are from Hashem, both because Hashem in His essence is totally removed from worlds, and because the person has caused himself to become far from Hashem by by not by using his thought, speech, and action not for Hashem. Through that, he brings about a very strong desire and thirst to become absorbed in the infinite essence of Hashem, which is totally removed from worlds. So that is the holy emotion of love, how it exists in the holy realms. And what, how, what is the idea of fear, how it exists in the holy realms? This is the aspect of the, um, the shuv, the return, which is opposite of the, uh, the emotion we said before, of love and, and thirst to, to come close to Hashem, which is a rotzi, which is a running towards Hashem. Shuv is now the returning back down to the world to do Hashem's will. So fear is uh, the emotion of fear in the holy realms is the feeling of self-abnegation that a person is just totally nothing and voided before Hashem's essence. And that this is brought about also through the aforementioned um, contemplation and the exaltedness of the infinite essence of Hashem. It's just with a little bit different focus. You're thinking about how all of the, all of the chain, the chain um, of creation is just a ziva levad, is just an external ray and glimmer of godliness and has no relation to the infinite essence of Hashem. It does not have any relationship with the essence of Akulak, and everything before Hashem is totally nothing. That all, all the general framework, framework of creation, even the highest level within creation, is as if it doesn't exist. Before the infinite essence of Hashem, shall through this contemplation, people all of they will fall upon a person, fear and dread. See what we said in a previous mimer in this, in this um, We already learned, uh, spoke about this. So, fear is brought about by the same contemplation, realizing how the infinite essence of Hashem is so. Um, removed from worlds and has no relationship to, to them at all. But with a different focus, realizing how this is the infinite essence, we said before, is right here. It says that there's no place void, there's no place empty from Hashem. So this infinite essence is standing right here, right here in front of you, and you, it's as if you're standing right in front of the king. So that, instead of realizing how far you are from Hashem, and how you want to, you have a thirst to, you realize how far you are and you have a thirst to come close to him, now you're thinking about this infinite essence of Hashem, which is totally removed, and all the worlds are considered as nothing before Him, is right here, right now. And it's as if you're standing before the greatest king right here, which would bring about, which would generate within you a feeling of real fear and self-abnegation and nullification and a just surrender of your whole being to that king. So that is the idea of the fear, how it exists in the holy realm.
So love and fear in the holy realm, love and fear of Hashem, are the source of the 248 positive commandments and the 365 negative commandments. Because through the arousal of love for Hashem, which is expressed, this love is expressed to manifest in the idea that of a desire and a thirst to come close and to become absorbed in the infinite essence of Hashem. Through that, a person will come to fulfill the 248 positive commandments, because through them, there is drawn down the infinite essence of Hashem. So, when you regenerate, when you arouse love for God and to desire to come close to Him, to become absorbed within Him, that is what produces, that is what brings you to fulfill the 248 positive commandments, which through them... That's how you draw down the infinite energy of Hashem. And then, like, like we say, right before we fulfill the mitzvah, who has sanctified us with His commandments, which the deeper meaning of that of that uh, blessing, who has made us holy through His mitzvahs, that meaning that through fulfilling the mitzvahs, there is drawn down the infinite essence of Hashem, infinite energy of Hashem, which is totally Kaddish, which is totally removed, holy and removed from the world. It's like we said before, that the, the essence of Hashem is totally removed from all of existence, transcends all of limitation. So that's what we're saying. When you're doing a mitzvah, you're, you're Hashem, through doing this mitzvah, you're making us holy. We're drawing down from the infinite essence of Hashem, which is totally holy, which means removed from creation. The Yira and fear of Hashem, Walker Lisha Sadli Sasei is the source of all 365 of keeping 365 negative commandments, the Kumashi's Barbashabanim, like it's explained in Tanya, Shayori Limrit. That why is fear the source of being careful from from transgressing in the negative commandments? Because when you arouse fear of Hashem, Shayori Limrit, you're afraid to rebel against him, or a higher level fear, is that when you realize, like you said before, fear is contemplating on this infinite essence of Hashem, which totally transcends creation, how that essence is standing right here, as if you're standing right in front of the king. So so that fear is a lot deeper. When you realize you're standing right in front of the king, you become embarrassed from his greatness. You're embarrassed of you and this little puny being standing right before the infinite essence of Hashem, the greatest king, so that is a fear which will keep a person from doing anything against him, against his will. But not because you're afraid to rebel against him, which is a lower level, which on that level you feel like yourself as a separate being, and you're just a slave or just servant to Hashem, and you don't want to go against your master. Here, you're feeling that you're standing right in front of the king's presence, and therefore you're you're just embarrassed and ashamed of your very existence. So automatically, you will never do anything that goes against. Um, him in that moment when you feel that you're you feel like you're in front of him. Besides <clears throat> the, the fact that fear is the source of being careful from the transgressing the commandments, it's also the source for fulfilling all the positive commandments. Or every actually every commandment, positive and negative. Being that fear of Hashem, like we said, is the feeling of self abnegation before Hashem's. Uh, exalted presence. Like, for example, in a physical sense, when a simple person commands somebody to do something for him, the the person who's being commanded to do that deed is not so excited about doing that. He's not so excited about fulfilling the will of that simple person. But one, the person who's giving the command is a great and awesome king who's totally above the whole, above everything, exalted in his very being. So the person who's being commanded to do the, the will of the king is very excited 
and he does whatever the king wants him to do with a great desire and with a great desire and will. So here we say, so Kamoi so too in the in the spiritual sense. That was a physical analogy. Why fear can bring to um fear can bring to the, the desire to do all the commandments of the person who's commanding you, of the great king. So so too in the spiritual sense, through the fear and the self-abnegation and the surrendering of the ego, which is brought about, realizing that you're standing right in front of Hashem's exalted essence, that strengthens you, a person is strengthened now in fulfilling of all the commandments of Hashem, and he has a great vitality and a great excitement to fulfill all the mitzvahs, because he realizes that the greatest, greatest king is commanding him to do something, and that makes him very excited to do to do whatever that thing is. The most amazing, greatest, exalted being is commanding him to do something, giving him a, somewhat of an importance. So that's why fear is now, that fear, that feeling of total self-abnegation before Hashem is what is giving him strength to fulfill every mitzvah and the excitement to do whatever that exalted king wants. So now, we just said that all the that the the, the the seven emotive attributes are called the doubles, Zayin Kfules, because they have a they have they exist in the holy realms, like we just explained, love and fear in the holy realms, and they also exist in the double sense, the the, the double aspect of them. They also exist in the on the non holy, the impure realms. So parallel to this, Yesh Mitzvahs Belumazeh. I think it's supposed to say Midas. So parallel to these holy attributes, there's also. Um, there's also emotions in the unholy realms which are bad love negative love evil love which, what does that mean? which the, your heart is drawn after yeah, all the desires and the pleasures of the, of the physical world and that through that fact that his heart is drawn after the physical pleasures his heart becomes more desensitized to holiness. Like the, it says in the Gemara that the wine, the special type of wine that was very, very uh, good tasting wine, is what is what caused the downfall of the, te- the downfall of the ten tri- tribes. And um, so the the see that this the going after pleasures and physical pleasures like this really good wine is what caused the downfall of the ten tribes. And also there's a story in the Gemara that one of the rabbis who was very he was getting too involved in physical pleasures when he went to read the Torah when he went to read the Torah it says a chedish a chedish a reading the parsha about Reish uh, chedish. Instead of reading that this month shall be for you, he read which is similar spelling, which means your heart will be um will be blind, will be deaf, will be uh, will be desensitized. that his his heart became like a deaf person. So two stories which show from the sages which show that the over involvement uh, over-involvement and lusting after physical pleasures caused the heart to become desensitized to godliness. That's That was what caused the downfall of the ten tribes. And also, when the when the great rabbi went to read the Torah, he read it uh, like almost like a Freudian slip. Instead of reading, this is the new month of Reish Chedesh, he said, hinting to the fact that his heart was already desensitized 
um, from being over-involved in the physical. Right? This is opposite of the love, of the emotion of love, how it exists in the holy realms. Which the holy love is the desire and the running after the, the thirst for godliness. Uh, but in the opposite of that, in the love of the of the opposite side of unholiness, of uh, the love, the love in the unholy side, who that a person has a great desire, a lust for physical pleasures, and his heart becomes desensitized, and he's not now this person that, that his heart's become totally desensitized because he's over involvement in physical and is lusting after the physical. He's not possible. He's not relevant to any feeling, any godly feeling, even in his mind, let alone in his heart. For sure not in his heart, but his heart's a lot harder to arouse uh, actual emotions in the heart. But even this person that becomes over-involved in, f- in the physical uh, pleasures, even his mind, he's not able to really be aroused in, with any godly feelings in his mind. And all the more so that he doesn't have any um, arousal in his heart of godly feelings. We'll stop there on the top of page I and Hey, two lines from the top. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the new podcast, Chassidus. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chassidusonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Mimer Mavur explanation on a Mimer from Teirer Lukute Teirer almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other or older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tevim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And... You can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at rabbigelb at gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of, every, of that episode. Thank you very much.